0: Ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Real Chalk. We are back, and we're with Mr. Jared Grabial. What's did, up, man? Did I say it right?
1: Yeah, that's it. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: He's from Florida. Jacksonville? No. Jack's Beach. Jack's Beach. Right on. And I was on your podcast when? It's been like three months. Three months now. It has been that long. Yeah. That was one of the, probably the
1: highest downloaded, I think, top three highest downloaded episodes so far. Really? Yeah. That makes me happy. It's probably the the title, The Man, The Myth, The Legend. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. What made you want to reach
0: out to do a podcast with me?
1: Uh, Well, you know, it's the Business and Leadership Podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's really, you know, I target, because of my passion, fitness industry. So I like to find people in the fitness industry doing big things, right? And we ran into each other at Wadapalooza. So it's kind of like, all right. Well, I had an int- like a physical introduction there. So it was like, let me just DM this guy.
0: How did you know I was doing anything big though? Or you just saw you just saw too many ads?
1: Um, actually, <laughs> t- too many ads. No, um, I have a buddy, Max, uh, in Jacks Beach. We uh, used to train together a lot. We did a triathlon together. And, um, any day that we didn't do one of our gym workouts, he'd be like, "Dude, let's do uh, Jim Ryan or one of this guy Ryan's workouts." Like, I'm like, did he Ryan? say Jim Ryan? I think you said Jim Ryan or like the guy with the turtle shell abs.
0: Cause I like the term Jim Ryan, but I don't use it enough. Yeah, so I was going to say, if he liked it, then I might just keep it.
1: I mean, run with it. Yeah. yeah right? It's see cool. If it, see if it picks back up.
0: People ask me about it. Cause like, I got, I'd never wanted to be like Ryan Fisher fit. Like I liked the fact that it was Jim Ryan and Jim Ryan is spelled G Y M. Yeah. And whenever anybody asks me, I'm like, well, everything I started started with a gym. So it just makes sense. Yeah. But go ahead.
1: Um, yeah. So, so Max, you know, big fan of yours. And we I mean, do these workouts because like we both come from a bodybuilding style background and we transition into the CrossFit world so like your high intensity interval bodybuilding workouts were a lot of fun and so they were refreshing obviously as we began to do CrossFit it's like let's do one of those high intensity bodybuilding it's a workouts. nice middle ground between yeah. what you
0: were doing and then what you want to get into exactly
1: so um so we just started doing your workouts a lot and then uh ran into at waterpalooza and um then just so Doing big things, right, relative to the following and social media and all that stuff. Well, what I wanted
0: this podcast to be about and what I wanted everyone to get out of this as you guys listen to it is basically just like those moments of, you know, taking a chance and kind of just like asking for things to happen, right? We were in the gym today, my friend Alex Hormozzi, for those of you who've listened to him on my podcast at some point or you've seen the gym launch ads on Instagram and he has the giant mustache and he says he's going to... He says he's going to change all of your your you know your gym profits to millions and this and that and blah 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 and you see books flapping around and he says this and that and it's like you've for sure seen it like if you own a gym or you own an online fitness business or something i I can't imagine you not seeing his face somewhere and knowing now as a friend how much money he spends on ads, I would imagine everyone has seen it <laughs> um because there is there is two ways to market yourself in social media there is one which is like earned media you've uh you've 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 paid all your dues. You've taken all the photos. You were, you were famous in your sport or something and you've grown a natural following. And then there's the pay to play, which is, you know, people who pay a shit ton of money to get their name out there. And that's big companies like Coca-Cola and Pepsi and these other things. Or there's someone like Alex who has made so much money that he has the ability to spend so much money to be able to get his eyes or so many eyes, I should say on his products. So he was in the gym today and Jared walks in And I can see Jared's eyes light up. He's like, "Oh, dude, that guy's here." So I mean, we we like literally just talked for. I think that maybe you guys were talking for maybe three minutes before he came over. Like you came over and you're like, you didn't even like beat around the bush. Hey, you want to be on my podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was right there, and I was like, I almost felt like it was a girl in the room. And you're like, Hey, you want to fuck? Like, like, it didn't sound like you were like, Hey, do you want to go out to dinner? Do you maybe like want to hold hands for a little bit? But like, let's just straight fuck. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it felt like to me. And like, so I felt it. I was like, ooh. And then he's like, sure. And I was like, well, there you go. Yeah, I just felt like it was. And I felt the opportunity. And then yeah. we were like, what do you want to podcast about today? I was like, fucking that. Like, that yeah. is what I, like, I'm, I, like, you, you guys can't see, but I'm standing and he's sitting because I'm such an excited human. And I just get so excited about stuff like that because I feel like a lot of the things that happened to me came from stuff like that.
1: Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> you got to, like, you got to feel it out, right? So I think on this podcast, what I'm not saying is that everybody should just do that because you'll get shut down really quickly. Hard. but. And I introduced like, you well, though. Yeah, it was steps to it, right? <laughs> and like we had a common, uh, we had a, f- a friend that we mm-hmm. have in common, and so like
0: that's rare, obviously. But that was after the fact, though. Was that after? That was after. True. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I didn't even use that. But I introduced you as a as a, a guy who has a pretty big podcast. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know what that means. I just was like, this guy has a pretty big podcast. Yeah, so I like, think that probably gave me a ton of confidence. Yeah, you know? and I knew you were gonna. I had a feeling you were gonna ask him anyway, so I threw that bone for you. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, because I a had a feeling it. you might ask him at some point, but if I let him know that you already had a pretty big podcast, he'd just say yes.
1: Yeah. So that you know, so you got to look for those segues. I mean, it was there was there was all these steps to it, right? I walk in, and he's like, "What's up, I'm Alex?" We fist bump. I'm like, "What's up, I'm Jared."
0: But it goes all the way back to Waterpalooza, actually. Yeah. Right? When we met, and then we podcasted, and then I said that, and then you got to get him on the podcast. And then it was
1: just like, I'm just going to ask this guy. Yeah. You know? Because now we're like, we're buddies. But
0: now there's people listening right now, and they're like, well, why the fuck do I care that he got some guy on his podcast? Well, because Alex makes $50 million a year. Yeah. So, like, when you get someone who has that much income, there's only so much time they have in the day, and do they really want to give you an hour of their day, which is probably worth a couple thousand dollars? Yeah. Just to talk to him, right? Yeah. Just to talk to me costs money. Just to talk to you costs money. Like, just we all have our own number. When you're making fifty million though, which is no one in this room, like that's a lot of dough. So, yeah. like, for him to say yes is to me is yeah, it
1: was a big deal. It's a
0: huge compliment. It's a big deal. It's like he's gonna say something at some point that's gonna blow your mind. I've had him on my podcast. He says he's just fucking. He's yeah. phenomenal with business, and he's he's down on himself. He doesn't even like. He doesn't think he's doing well. Because he, you know, he wants to make a yeah. billion dollars, you know, it's crazy. So that was kind of what I wanted to get into too, was like, you know, as a podcaster, what's the name of your podcast? Let's shout it out. The Business and Leadership Podcast. The Business and Leadership Podcast. You guys can listen to my episode on there if you want. That's a little overkill though. So listen to us now. Listen, <laughs> yeah. listen to some of his other ones maybe. But, um, you know, because you have a podcast, because you've listened to so many people, how many episodes have you had now? Maybe like 40. 40? That's yeah. not bad. That. That's a good amount. It's like, yeah. that's a solid, like Do almost. like two a month. It's yeah. been
1: like two years.
0: Yeah, um, sadly, I have two years worth of podcasts on Barbell Shrugged, hmm. so I go back to mine, and now you know there I only have like maybe thirty-ish on here. But yeah, I have like over a hundred on theirs, which is crazy. Wow. I, I, some, sometimes I'm like, maybe I should just like replay some of those on my podcast just that's, to,
1: I mean, some people do like, for example, I listen to a lot of NPR stuff and they'll, you know, they'll repost something from two years ago because it'll come up, like it'll be relative. It'll be relevant mm-hmm. to current events or something like that. They're like, this is an episode from 2018. I want to bring it back. Yeah. And it's like, I would never scroll down and find it. Dude. So why not?
0: That's what happens to like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Like I can't go to his cause he has so many podcasts. Gosh or like even like uh like mind pump like they do like 3 a week, 4 a week, like yeah. they, they they do so many and it's like well, if I don't see it in the first couple scrolls, it's like I'm already over it. Yeah, I'm not going to look at I far. almost feel like podcasts should be like highlight reels. They should you should only have like 30. <laughs> I feel like you you know, you maybe you have one a week and then you start like deleting them. Huh. Like cuz when you want people to go see it, I feel like it's important for them to see the best stuff. Yeah, it can but. be overkill when you're like scrolling through and Yeah.
1: One thing I with with podcasting if that's what we're talking about like the description is everything for me it's almost like when you're searching for a place to eat at a new place you're going to look at the reviews
0: and rogan doesn't even have any it's just the name and you have to start reading the thing and i fucking hate that too
1: <sighs> it's like so i'm like i want to know what I'm getting myself into Yes. if this is a
0: two-hour podcast. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, what are we about to listen uh-huh. to? I only and have so much time. I spent a lot of time thinking about the names. But yeah, I got to be better before at Before I myself. lose anybody on here right now, what I do want you guys to understand is what I'd like to do, since I have another podcaster on here, is talk about our best of and our big, mind-blowing moments and some of like the, the smallest little things that just make the biggest changes in your own life. And for me, I would say Alex is one of those people for me. Um, and I guess I'll go first. So... You know, I was making really, really good money when I met Alex, and I actually messaged him on Instagram and said, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? And he said yes. So he, he, like, he told me what he did. He like, went to my Instagram and looked through and like blah, 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 and then figured I was legit. And then um, he said he like, maybe messaged like, one other person. He was like, hey, do you know this guy? And he's like, yeah, that guy's fucking cool. And then, he's like, worked out. and then he wrote me back, and he's like, yeah, man, come anytime. And I was like, I want to look for flights tonight. Is that cool? And he's like, sure. And then I literally showed up yesterday. I mean, I showed up the next day. Yeah. So the next morning... That was at night at like seven. And then at literally nine forty AM the next day I left. So I just packed a bag, flew out to Texas. I was like, Texas doesn't suck, I'll just go. Yeah. Um and I, you know, went there and then he's like, just come to my house. And I was like, fuck, I'd never been to someone's house before. Like we always do it like, you know, somewhere or at my house or like whatever. Um and even, even you being here in my house is probably new for you. Like you don't go to people's houses yeah, very normally often.
1: Normally it's like, especially now, like it's on Zoom or something. It's
0: interesting, right? So I'm at his house, pull up to his house, it's fucking Bonkers too. And he's huge. It's like a giant gorilla. So he like opens the door and he's just <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's huge. But um, we just start talking about, well, the first thing we did was we worked out with each other. We started working out. Yeah, you got to break. He's like, he's like hey, you want to work out? And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. We own his garage. He's a three car garage. I assumed that like, you know, there'd be some things in there and like a, a car or two. No cars. The whole three car garage, all gym. Mm. And he has, I would say he has at least 200, to 250 grand worth of equipment in there. Wow. He has, like, leg press machines. I was going to say, like, like, real gym stuff. hack squat machines, cable crossover, every single dumbbell known to man. Like, every weight from, five, like, five, two and a half pound increments. Like, mental, the amount of stuff that he has in the house is insane. He probably never leaves. Never, so, I mean, dude, it's it's crazy. He doesn't need to go to, like, he literally has, an, like, a legitimate real gym in his garage. Anyway, we hang out, blah, blah, blah. Then we have... Then we just, I thought we were going to podcast right away. We wound up hanging out for like three hours first. But in that three hours had changed like my entire life almost more than anyone I had ever met just because he was throwing out numbers that didn't even make sense to me. Like people making a million dollars a month, people making a hundred million dollars a year and like his friends who did this. And like he changed this one thing and it was like mind blowing to me. And I was telling you before we got on the podcast where he was like, you know, just like for your own app, like for Chalk Online, for me, he's like, "How long's your average member stay on?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> and he's yeah. like, well, "How do you not know that?" And I'm like, "Well, dude, it always goes up. Like everyone, everyone, I always get messages. People love it. I don't get enough negative messages, and it doesn't go down."
1: To do the research,
0: yeah. so like, what's the point? You know, so like, I just don't see a problem, so I don't fix anything. And people listening to this right now are like, "Dude, you don't fucking know how long your average member is." But then, like, I find out it's like a year. So then I'm like, "Well, that's really, really good. It's way better than average." Yeah. And then he's like, "Well, what's the biggest things?" And then. I find out that there's different credit card processing. And, you know, his wife actually said to me, this blew my mind. She's like, you know, I was actually going to sign up for Chalk Online, but they didn't take PayPal, so I was over it. Mm. That's what she said wow. to me. So like that, it was that easy, too. She's like, hey, I went to sign up, and you didn't take PayPal, and I was just done. And then I was like, holy fuck. That easy, right? And I had never had anyone ever tell me anything negative about PayPal. Signing up because I had never heard of anyone saying that like, they, yeah. didn't, they couldn't do it because of PayPal. And you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So like, and no one's going to message me and be like, hey, man, I would have signed up, but you didn't take PayPal. Yeah. But then I was like, well, why does PayPal matter? It's just a credit card.
1: But most people are doing a lot with
0: PayPal right now. Well, because it saves your address and it saves all of your shit. So now you don't have to One-step write anything. Yeah. It's literally as good as Apple Pay. Yeah. Did you know that Apple Pay takes 30% of your money?
1: Like if you use it for e-com?
0: If you have an app on the app store, they take thirty percent. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you, yeah. Thirty, that's, dude. That's why they're under a lot of scrutiny with the government right now,
0: dude. Kayla Itzine's app. Do you know how much money it's going to make this year? No idea. You know who Kayla Itzine's is no. She's like this skinny girl who just like she looks like nothing. I'm. I'll, I'll, I mean, we'll bring her up in a minute. Okay. But she is just like a normal girl. She just looks like, like nothing. <laughs> I mean, she's not like. She's not super lean. She doesn't have any crazy muscles. Like I would just bet that she just like has a good diet, and and I would probably assume that she doesn't even work out. So I'm gonna pull her up for him. Right now, this is her. She has oh, Jesus, twelve million followers. Wow! But if you scroll, well, I'll let you scroll through for a second. She just has very very normal following. For those of you who guys don't know, who Kayla Itzines is.
1: How do you get there?
0: But you look at her pages. Very very basic, right? Yeah. Her app is going to make. $120 million this year. <laughs> and Alex told me that because Alex, Alex knows this, this gal. Because I'm talking about different ways to make different types of money and stuff like that. And he's just like, dude, like, one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made is concentrating on having more things and not concentrating more on the things that are making me money. He's yeah. like, you already have things that are doing really well for you. Like, why, make, why add more stress when you could just – like, there's already so many things you can do with what you already have. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I get that. But like, this sounds fun and exciting and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, kill it scenes. $120 million. A year, just like screams it at me. Right. And I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. But what I wanted to bring up and the reason I brought her up is because she's on Apple. the app store. So they're taking 30, dude, they're going to get $40 million from her 120 million. It's crazy. And you know why it's worth it for her? Because you go on the app, it says, do you want to buy it? And you double click the right side of your phone. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And then what is going to go to your
1: website and then go follow that prompt and
0: dude. So when he told me that he basically was like, dude, the less clicks, the better. He's like, on average, you lose 50% per click. So like if I tell someone, Hey, this is the earn your carbs challenger. Here's chalk online. You check all of it out. And then here's like a sample click. Boom. You go to the sample. And then if you like the sample, then you go to the click, website and you got to click. click and then you got to pick which membership to buy, another click. I mean, dude, it just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller.
1: Decision fatigue, man. People don't want to make any decisions.
0: Yes. So you might just make a fucking impulse decision, double click, boom, and then all of a sudden it might take you 10 months to a year, even if you never use it to double click to cancel again.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, most people don't even know how to go on their Apple and phone and find the subscriptions and... Cancel them. It's like seven ninety nine mm-hmm. coming out, and they're not looking at their bank statements. Dude, it
0: took me a while to figure out how to fucking cancel something. I was like, I, I was like, I was like, I don't understand how to do this, bro. I was like, I do. I had to call friends. I was like, dude, how do you cancel? You know, I was like, was like a dating app. I think I was on at the time. I was like, this is fucked. I don't even use this thing. All these chicks are like, dude. I have like the worst luck with dating apps. It's, <laughs> like, go on. <laughs> This podcast is getting out of control here. Dude, for some reason, and I'm sorry if one of these girls is on here, but like for some reason every single time I get a fat girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you get
0: like no like one get, uh... fit has ever hit me up and been like, "Hey, let's hang out." It's always someone like, "Dude, and I'm not like ladies, I'm so sorry. This is so bad." So like I don't mean to say you're fat. They're overweight. They're they're not athletic. Unathletic. They're not athletic. So like I'm Paddleboarding, riding my bike, hiking, doing all sorts of stuff in my photos. And there's like one normal photo of me, and it's like I even say like I'd want someone athletic, blah blah blah. blah. And it's like all these fucking overweight girls, and they're just like 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 like, dude, I'm I'm telling you, in like three years, I've I've only had maybe one or two people who are actually active like me. And everybody else is overweight. And I look at my phone. I'm like, this is a joke.
1: I don't. I don't know what to tell you.
0: It's wild. That I don't know. I attract. I attract them.
1: Maybe you should just accept it at this point. No, I'm good.
0: Because <laughs> in the real world, I do well. It's just on the app. I just don't do well. Which app? Which app are we talking about? I've here? been on a couple of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the area it could be the area it could be the area just
1: expand the mileage
0: <laughs> i am always blown away by it though I'm like man the balls on this girl like
1: i i feel that i feel that sometimes yeah. where you're like
0: that's bold yeah that's bold like good good for you yeah you know? well it's easier for them to make a decision because it's like you're never going to see me unless i say yes yeah. but you know do you I mean, I've seen a couple of them, <laughs> not, not, not the big ones, not the big ones, like the two that were like actually like fit. Okay. I was like, all right, I'll check these girls out, whatever. But moving on. <laughs> that was a good so, so uh, sidebar. Dude, everybody loves my little, my little side tangents. That's, that's why they're here. They're not here for any of the business stuff. Yeah. They're like, sometimes he says ridiculous things. Um, I'll talk about one more ridiculous thing later <clears throat> about a girl. Um, Can't wait for Something for you guys one. to wait for. So for me, Alex was a really, really big one. Um, I want to think about another one that kind of blew me away but let 's talk about some of the people you've had on your podcast that said maybe one or two things where it maybe shifted your perspective it maybe gave you something to really hammer down on on your own business um yeah yeah uh
1: i mean i've for some reason i've gotten really lucky with some great uh guests on my podcast um I think one of my favorite, from like a learning perspective, was Sal Frizzella. Uh Sal Frazella from First Form. Oh yeah, um, the president of First Form, and um, and I had Andy on, and Andy's Andy's great. Andy's fiery, like, um, but. I you had Andy had, for Sal on too. Yeah, nice. Um, and so we, me and Andy, mainly talked about seventy-five hard, which was like when he was kind of coming out with that program. So he was fired up about it, and so we mainly talked about that. And um, and I've had a couple conversations with Andy in the past, so it's like I've had the opportunity to learn a lot from him. But Sal, I hadn't yet, so this was kind of a first time being able to get get with Sal. And so he's got um, good energy, Sal. He has good energy, and he's got like great dad leadership. Wisdom. You know what I mean? Like, just, just something about, I think, being a dad and a, and a husband and a leader of an organization. Because, you know, he, he is the president, so he, he leads the majority of those employees and um, a lot of the changes that take place at First Forum and, so, uh, and the growth initiative. So I was able to learn a lot from Sal. I'm trying to think of like any nuggets. I mean, what motiva- motivated me the most from him, and I don't know that it was like a one thing I learned, kind of like your experience with Alex like Sal didn't necessarily like isolate something that I wasn't doing, but just listening to Sal and his passion for his people and like that being the secret sauce at first form. Cause sometimes, you know, we in business, um, especially in my business where I'm a people leader, like the more our company grows, the more people I got to hire. You got to like figure that out. I don't like that. Yeah. And so at it's, all. it's, it's different. I, I, I like it or I love it really, but also it's the hardest thing. So Sal was really valuable for me because because as his business grows, he's got to teach and lead more people. So just kind of like being able to learn, you know, what's to see. Because they have a lot of high performers. I mean, you can't look at first form and not see a high performer working there. Like from in the warehouse or, you know, you've got Aaron, Will. Like these guys have been there for seven, eight, nine years. And so um, really with him, it was just like being in the thick of things. Like he motivated me to like for, you know, as a parallel, like he gets in the warehouse when he needs to. You know what I mean? And so like when COVID happened and, you know, I own a subscription based meal prep service that delivers to gyms throughout Florida. And so it was like, okay, these gyms are about to shut down. If they shut down, we shut down. So like overnight we shifted to home delivery and I was doing home delivery for like three weeks until we were able to like hire enough people. And so he just motivated me in that area. Like, okay, sometimes when we want to grow a business, we're thinking of like these next level strategies. And so when you run a business that needs, people to run it for you it's like sometimes you just got to get in the thick of things no matter if you're the ceo or not right it's like i'll do delivery i'll wake up at 4 a.m and do this thing because this is this is the thing i got to do um and so i think that was really humbling for me and then um i think aaron from FitAid uh motivated me a lot to think about uh, he's
0: interesting yeah i've had him on too
1: um you know and it was more of like what can my company's existence do to like make the world better and sometimes again when you're thinking about your business you get so caught up in the weeds you know trying to run it and grow it that you forget like it could have a greater impact so those conversations for the most part but I think um, going all the way back and this is before I did podcast but you know I flew out to St. Louis and um, sat with the guys at First Form and I learned a ton about just customer service like they you know the handwritten letters. The handwritten letters. Um, you know, and like I remember uh, early on, like six years ago, Sal recommending the book Delivering Happiness with Tony Sal from uh, Zappos who sold to Amazon. And I just, haven't read that. It's, you know, being in a service business, it's imperative to read it. And so, like, um, just those little nuggets, like even getting a recommendation for a book and then that book changes the way that you run your business and then everything else changes from there, right? And it's like those serendipitous conversations that you have with People that are way, I guess, above you, for lack of a better words, like way ahead of you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think, the, I think whenever you're looking at like, okay, because there's probably a lot of people listening like, ooh, I'm going to reach out to so-and-so. And it's like, well, before you do that, you've got to make sure you're doing something like worth them pouring into you. You know what I mean? It's like how Alex looked at your page. And it's like, all right, this guy's, this guy's doing some stuff. I'll jump on a podcast with him. And then maybe mm-hmm. even me reaching out to you and you're like, Oh yeah, this guy owns a business. Like this isn't a, a waste of my time because it, I mean a ton of people probably DM you or Alex or even me and like, Hey, I'd love to jump on a podcast. And it's like, for what? Like Dude, if I, I just
0: had a kid hit me up the other day and like his, his page was amazing. He was very similar to Gary Vee. He had like all the prompts pop up in the middle of saying stuff. Like he'd say something and it would be like, Bring, and then like yeah. the like thing popped up and like the, signatures and like his content was really, really good, but he only had like nine likes on everything. And like, I could tell that like his following was fake. Um, he was obviously trying really hard. He was trying to get there and he, he gave me a personal video. Hey, I'd love to have you on the podcast and blah, blah, blah. And I, I just wrote him back and I was like, Hey man, like your page looks great, but like you only had like maybe two or three podcasts and you don't yeah. really have a following and I just can't waste the time on it right now. But hit me back when you do have yeah. more time and I'm down. And it's like, that could do one of two things to him. It could motivate. shut him down
1: or it could motivate him. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to get young, some nose, motivate him. you know, I, I hope so. Yeah. You know, like if he's really into it, Yeah. if it doesn't, then that's, it's like his own fault you yeah. know, for, to be insensitive, but, for sure. um, and I think that's the thing is you got to build a resume before you start reaching out to people. But once you, once you've done some stuff worth like noteworthy stuff, then it's like you need to, you need to reach out to people higher than you and see what you can see what you can gain. Otherwise you'll reach a dead end at some point
0: I actually went to a conference in San Diego and I was there podcasting and it was the first time I'd ever seen Andy for he was there and I didn't get to talk to him or anything but I saw him on the stage and he was going over a bunch of things like with his presentation and I remember him saying you know someone's welcome to start a supplement company but like I'm gonna destroy you because he's like you know I have an entire team where all they do is write handwritten letters and I was like fuck I've never gotten a handwritten letter from anybody from a supplement company And then, like, when I started working with them and selling them, like, because I match up their protein supplements and stuff with my Earn Your Carbs Challenge. Yeah, it's perfect. um, Just because they give me supplements, and I like them, and I just recommend them. Yeah, they're really good I really don't recommend anybody else just because no one else really gives me anything, honestly, like, if I'm just being honest. It's just, like, I like the company. I like what they do, and, yeah, I recommend them. My people already ask for shit anyway, so why don't I just give them someone I like? Yeah. But anyway, this was – I didn't start doing anything with them for probably two or three years after this moment. But I'll never forget him just talking about, for those of you guys who don't know, is like he has an entire section of people who all they do is write handwritten letters and they're over $100 million company. So now you got to understand that, how many packages are going out. I mean, fuck, how, I want to know what that room looks like with how many people are sitting there writing those notes.
1: You know what I'm saying? And they're, I mean, they're legit handwritten. Like
0: I get them. And they're like still unique yeah. and they're long. They're not like, hey, thank you so much. It's like, Hey, thank you so much. Like it's great having you part of the team. Like enjoy the supplements or whatever. Or like your dude. I've had people tell me like your Instagram is very motivated. Like dude, it was for sure to me.
1: Yeah, love that post from August seventh. Yeah, I'm like, like, whoa, (laughs) dude.
0: Like that's gnarly. But like. That's something that day did right. I mean, like this kid that reached out to me who only had nine likes on his photo, and I had to say no. Like the amount of shit that he put on his page was very impressive. Like if if likes wasn't a known thing, I probably would have just told him to go fuck himself. I mean, I probably no, I probably would have said yes instead of time him to go fuck the himself. The opposite. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and it's like I think Gary Vee wrote a book like Jab 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 Right Hook, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just about like you gotta you gotta keep you know you gotta pay your dues far before you ask somebody to get on the show you know what i mean yeah and like i i look for opportunities so like i met i man, i've just been so lucky i met um you know aaron from fit eight at waterpalooza because the buddy my buddy that i was staying
0: with his he's such a normal dude like he's just a normal dude yeah. like you think this i mean he owns a humongous company yeah, and you're myself. just like he's just like do you want to go smoke weed <laughs> I'm like, we like hung out all weekend <laughs> i mean he's just super like chill so yeah. mellow
1: um and so that i lucked out and at the end of the weekend i was like aaron you uh you want to be on my podcast? Same thing with, with Alex, yeah. right? It was like we're kind of buddies now, you know. Yeah. So, and then running into you, it was like, all right, now I met this guy. Didn't plan on it, yeah. But then now I'm going to ask him to be on my podcast for mm-hmm. sure. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to put all those pieces together. And I, I think one of the biggest things is you got to be out there. Like you got to be out and about. You know what I mean? Like if you're in the fitness industry, like I am, like you are, you got to go to all the Wadapaloozas. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like go because I'm going to run into Aaron and Ryan. It was like. I'm gonna just go because I love fitness. I love CrossFit. I got a buddy that's gonna be there. A buddy that's competing, and then I'm gonna be open-minded to these connections. You know, so it's like
0: I'm always amazed at how many people I meet when I go.
1: You got to take advantage of that stuff because
0: I have people who are like, "What are you gonna go for?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go." Yep. And then like, you, do you have anybody lined up for your podcast? I'm like, "No, I'm just gonna ask him when I get there." And they're like, "So you're really gonna go with no plan, nobody yep. lined up?" I'm like, "Yep." And then like, people come up to me and be like, "Oh, bro," like, and like, and some of them are like big followings. I'm like, dude, I you're stoked to see me? Eagerly stoked to see you. Yeah. Let's rap about it, you know, and kind of see what you got going on and stuff like that. But uh to me, it's just it's just crazy how like almost every single person lays down something that just blows me the fuck away. And I like that's like it's such a crazy thing to me. Like that that um that speech that I'm talking about where or, or the 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 business Andy? thing. Yeah. yeah. I forget what it was called, like summit. Like business summit in San Diego. And like when he talked There was something he said, I can't remember the exact words, but he was like, you know, stop trying to do more things, kind of like what Alex said, and just focus on your one thing. And at the time, I was training like five or six people a month, like, and they were coming multiple times a, a, a week, and I also, Chalk Online was like just starting, and I was running the gym, and I was still trying to be an athlete oh my God, my schedule was bonkers. It still is, but like in a different way. Yeah. And I I literally after that meeting, literally after listening to Andy, if I ever get to meet him, I'm going to tell him about it. But like I went home after that and I was there to podcast. I had just happened to hear his piece because my friend was like, bro, you want to listen to this guy, this guy, like if we're going to be here all weekend, like this is the one you want to listen to. Yeah, he's I'm like, all right, great. cool. I, I had no idea who he even was. And I went home after that, like literally the next day, went in the gym and fired all of my private clients, all of them. I told them this is the last week we're training together and I'm done. And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, <laughs> no, like you're going to get rid of all of your clients. And I've been training, I've been training with you for like six years. I'm like, I got some other ch- coaches in the gym you can train with, but like I'm done. And dude, it was like a solid five, $6,000 a month hit for me, which at the time was like the majority of the money that I was making.
1: Yeah,
0: And I remember within one month, the time that I would spend training everybody, I was putting more into like social media and like talking about the chalk online program. Cause I started chalk online, the gyms, you know, way before this, but I started chalk online and I never marketed it. And the first day it was online. I made the same amount per month that I was making in the gym. So like my monthly income from the gym, I had made the first day and like, I was going to get auto pay on that the next month that day. And I was going to like, like my monthly income from the gym and chocolate lumber were, were going to be the same. And for some reason I didn't take that and run with it. I just was like, Oh wow, that's amazing. And I just like never marketed it. Cause like there wasn't stories yet on Instagram. Yeah. There Instagram wasn't swipe ups up yet. Like yeah. I'd like, make a post here and there, but I felt kind of self-conscious about it. I was like, I don't know if I want to just like keep throwing it out there. Um, and then I fired all my clients. I started talking about it more. Dude, I tripled what I was making in the on chalk online. Yeah. You and I was like, and now I think about it all the time right now. There's things I need to do right now to be able to do the same thing. And I'm so hesitant to do it. And it takes me forever to do it. Yeah. You just have these small things. I'm just like, why don't I just fucking do that, man? Like, like right now I want my own app. I want my own chalk app. And I'm like, well, if I do that, I'm going to go backwards. Cause I'm going to lose a bunch of people from switching processors and this and that. So are
1: you how like using a white label app right now? I use
0: Waterfy. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I hate but also love at the same time because, like, when I look at other apps to use, like, I've been looking at apps to, like, use for, like, a white labeling instead of maybe making my own, maybe use someone else's. But you look at them, and they're, like, so fancy and so, like – I'm just like, I just don't want that. I don't know what other people want, but, like, I kind of like just looking at the workout, and it's just written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't need the videos. And, yes, a lot of people need the videos. They need this. They need that. There's a couple things that you absolutely do need a video. And I add a link and you click on it and it goes to YouTube and you're good. Um, But it's so simple. But it's also, it's so simple that it looks incredibly cheap and it looks like it's not worth it. But at the same time, it's like I've already had it for six years. (laughs) Mm. It's like switching now is like so gnarly. But there's little things like it doesn't accept PayPal like we talked about earlier. It doesn't have integrations with all these other things. It's like there's a lot of things holding me back where I'm like, hey, man, you're going to take a down... You might go a couple steps down, but you're eventually just going to rocket launch. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I know the answer.
1: I think you know what you need to do.
0: Alex said to me today, he's like, hey, if you looked at your own business right now and you were an outsider, what would you say to yourself? And I was like, well, fuck, that's easy. <laughs> you know, like, and he's like, well, there's the answer, bro. And I'm like, God damn it. You just made it sound so easy. Yeah. Like, if you looked at your business right now, like, do you know answers of what you would tell yourself to make it way better? <sighs> Like think about that, dude. What like you're me right now looking at you and you're and but you know the answers of everything you've already done. Yeah. Yeah What would you tell yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. Yeah. So everybody out there right now, think about that right now. You own your you know, you have all of your shit right now. There's stuff that's holding you back, but you know what it is. And now you're somebody else telling you what to do. Yeah. What would you tell yourself? Or like, you know, maybe you're doing really well right now and it's you can go back to, you know, five years prior, what would you tell yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like, what would you have changed? Yeah. And that's what you need. That's still what you need to do now.
1: I, so I have a series of questions that I ask myself every day. And one of those is like, what would a smart person tell me to do right now? You know, yeah. and it's like, sometimes, you know, it's so much easier to give other people advice. So sometimes when we think about ourselves in that third person perspective, but it's like, there's responsibility that comes with it. There's so mm-hmm. much work. You know, so I do, I do ask that question a lot. Um, and then it just, you circle it back on yourself and you're like, all right, well, it's time to get to work, you know. And owning a meal prep company, it's like, man. Normally when I give myself advice, I'm like, all right, well, over the next year. I, we will do that, you know, or uh, it could be simple. It could be like we need to launch a new product, like a new meal. Like, there's not a lot that goes into that, but yeah. sometimes the big stuff, you're like, oh my gosh, I do not want to do this. It's a lot. Yeah, like you're. I mean, you switch an app. it's gonna be a big deal. Like, we're we're building an app. We've been mm-hmm. building an app for 18 months.
0: See, I don't want to deal with that. <clears throat> it's, but I know it's the
1: future. Right. Well, you think about. We talked about it a minute ago. Like the more clicks, the less signups, mm-hmm. right? And so for us, we're a fully customizable. Like there's a lot of questions before you can order. It's not, it can't be simple if you're going to customize it. And so, but the app could make it simpler. And I'm like, I just need to, I need to keep doing this app. I need to keep spending more money because it's expensive. I need to put this thing in play because, you know, Freshly's got one and HelloFresh has one and da-da-da-da-da. It's like, I know we need to have one. I want to be cheap. We're more profitable if I don't do one. But in five years, will we even exist if we don't have an
0: app? Probably not. So I got to build an app. $100,000. $100,000. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like,
1: okay, all right, Jared.
0: But even if you had $100,000 straight up front to just drop on it, it's still going to take 18 months to build. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you know, that's what I don't like is like I, I, have, I have no patience. I still haven't sat down yet in this podcast. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I can't wait for that shit. And it's, I can't oh, even man. wait to buy a plane ticket to get the fuck out of here to do something. Yeah. Like, it's like for me, I, oh, man, it's so gnarly. Like, I, I wish I had more patience. I don't have any. I actually get angry when I have to go to bed. (laughs) You're like a little kid. I was telling my buddy this the other day because he's like, dude, how do you have so much energy? I was like, bro, I actually genuinely deep down inside have a huge hatred for going to bed. Like I lay in bed. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I could be working right now. I could be doing something. Like why does my body have to sleep? And like if – honestly, if I didn't give a fuck about the way that I look like physically, I'd be like, I'm not sleeping. Fuck that. I, I sleep like two. I would sleep like three hours a night and I'd just be like, let's go. You know, like, let's I do couldn't. something. I mean, maybe I'd have less energy. Eventually. I only sleep, like, six hours a night anyway. Sometimes less. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I have days where I do eight as, as well. But, like, um, yeah, just, I fucking, I get so bummed about sleeping. Like, it, it literally bums me out. I get I'm in bed and I'm. a big s- fan of sleeping. I don't know. It's great. It feels great. Yeah. But, like, the time I'm thinking about, because, like, every day to me is, like, fuck, I wish there was, like, 30 hours in the day. It just it'd be so much like yeah. so much better, especially but.
1: here in California, man. If it was like this for longer,
0: I think living in California is part of the reason why I have so much energy. It's just so beautiful outside. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to do that. And then like, but I have to work so I can afford to do this and that. Yeah. And then you know what I mean. So then it, it, it's all of that. And then and you've been to my gym, and even right now during COVID, it's a shitty time to be there, and the energy is still pretty yeah. high. That's great. It's good energy there. Like I like going there. And I get I get pumped up, but. Yeah. Only so much you can do in the day, but I think the most important thing is, you know, even getting out of your routine and then meeting other people who can, Yeah, absolutely. you, know, you got
1: to get out of your bubble and especially yeah. in COVID because I think, I mean, even if people are do if you're listening and you're one of those people that you've built a resume and stuff, it's like so easy to get locked down because we're on quarantine still, but it's like, there's creative ways to expand your network. Like I'm in California right now. I live in Florida, right? Like and I didn't plan all this stuff. How um, was it flying? It wasn't bad, honestly. Um,
0: Nobody on the flight, really. Or was there a less kind of people?
1: I would say yeah. there was like 30 percent less people on the flight. Like, I had the space in between me. It was, it was actually way better than normal. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got to find a way to get out of your network. And I didn't come here and know that we were going to do a podcast. I didn't know I was going to meet Alex Hormozzi. You know, it's like, but I was like, I, know I just need to get out of my bubble and go be flexible. Right. Because I'm super meticulous about my schedule and forcing myself to come to Cali for a week and like get out of that bubble is just a game changer. Right. Like who knows how far this relationship will go or me meeting Alex and getting on that podcast and that conversation and then meeting another person. It's like you just um, you set a series of events into play whenever you take that little leap of faith and like expand your network, you know.
0: Yeah. So with the people that you've met so far. Uh, and just the connections that you've made. What are, what's, what's your, what's your favorite way of meeting people and creating like new relationships? Is it the podcast? Is it traveling and going to events? Is it, um, do you go like, have you seen that app meetup? I have seen the app. Um, the meetup app is kind of cool. Um, for those of you who don't know what meetup is, it's like basically an app where, you can go on there and there's like people in your area that are like going on hikes or they're going on bike rides or they're going to go do a business meeting about marketing or like whatever. And it's a lot of it's free stuff where you just just meeting people in your area and networking. And I've been on there quite a bit, like looking to meet up with some people to do stuff. I just, I haven't yet. Um, but it is something I really want to get into. And that's like another thing too, is like I, I always used to think that masterminds and these groups that people would meet up you know, and you have to pay $10,000 and I'm like, these are people all just making money, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But then I've talked to people who've been in there and we're like, dude, it was a huge reason why I got to the next level and why I got to this next level is because I was in this mastermind or I did this and I'm like, fuck those things actually work. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, dude, they fucking work. And I'm like, well fuck, maybe I should join one of those. Like just, just, just cause I mean, dude, if you're in the fitness industry right now and you want to make more money, I could talk to you in, in 10 minutes and, blow the fucking cranium off your skull. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, you're only doing this and this and this, you should be doing this and this and this and this and blah, 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 blah. And then there's probably somebody who is in the fitness industry who's way above where I'm at. And they're like, Oh, I can't believe you're only doing it that way or this way. You could do it this way. You know? And it's like every, there's so many people that are like that. Dude, there's things that I have friends that look at me and they're like, I cannot believe that you're doing it like that when you could do it like this. And you're just never going to know that you're doing it like that. It's usually the simplest stuff, too. It's usually simple stuff. Yeah, I think to answer
1: your question, though, my favorite way of meeting people is g- events and, like, traveling, whether it's, like, mastermind things, leadership conferences. Which fucking blows
0: because you can't travel. I mean, you can travel right now, now, but, yeah. like, not everyone's on the same page we are right now.
1: Yeah. Um, people so are weird. Some people are weird. For sure, um, especially out here. I mean, Florida's, like, less weird, um, in my opinion, at least in northeast Florida. No
0: Central. one cares in Orange County where I live.
1: No, it's super chill here. It's not chill, but LA is fucked. LA is totally different. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's it's t- super weird in LA right now. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, I mean, in-person events have always been my favorite, and I always use those to like. But the podcast is, you know, a great way to get like have conversations with people that wouldn't normally like. For example, if I DM'd you and was like, Aaron, you want to jump on a or Ryan, you want to jump on a phone call like next week? You'd be like, No. Why would yeah. I jump on a phone call? But I'm like. Hey man, I have a business and leadership podcast. Uh, So and so viewers or you know listeners each time you want to jump on it and talk about X, Y, and Z. And you're like, yeah, man, I got an hour. And so it's like a podcast allows you to meet people that otherwise it would just be weird. Like if I was like, hey, Andy from first form, like, do you want to? Can I call you? No, you can't call me. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, I have a
0: business and leadership podcast. Uh, You want to jump on? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Email my assistant. Yes. Do you know what blew me away? Someone told me that. All of the best people in the world who are selling insanely expensive products, I can't remember this person's name, but they were saying essentially everyone is giving away their shit for free and then they're selling the same thing that they're telling you. And it's just literally how do you want to consume it and what makes you consume it? Is it because you paid X amount of dollars to consume it? Because we can read you know, books right now if you look over at my counter over there, I have books about Russell Brunson and all of his click funnels. And I have books about the Wolf of wall street and how he does sales, or I can listen to his podcast right now and get all of his tips from certain different podcasts, or I could read his book or I could take his online course, which is like $5,000 or I can go listen to him speak, which might cost me, you know, a couple hundred bucks to a couple thousand dollars to go to that. Um, And I have friends who do this, like this is what they do. And I was asking them questions and he was just literally like, dude, just read my book. Everything is in there. I have the course. I have this. I have that. And it's all the same stuff. And people fail to realize that the person who's preaching all of these different things, they're just going to tell it to you again.
1: Yeah, for money.
0: Yeah. And the reason that you, they don't care and the reason they're not getting negative press about it is essentially because they believe you, they trust you, and you've given them something that, that is very valuable to them. And whether they read it again or pay to have listened to it, essentially, they just trust you and they believe in you and they like you and they want to support you. Yeah. And I was like, holy fucking shit. I was like, to be honest, I've given away tons of tips in my podcast if you just low-key listen. And it's probably all of the things that I would tell someone if we were sitting down and I was going to charge them like, you know, five grand for me to change your business or something like that. But like, yeah, I mean... If you, th- really, if you really dig in deep, like anybody that you want to know the most about, just listen to all their podcasts. Listen yeah. to what they're really talking about. Browse
1: their social media. Listen to their podcast. The nuggets
0: are all there. And you can put them all in and make your own little gift basket. Like- <laughs> or pay five
1: grand for a master class. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sounds like you need to make a master class.
0: I never knew. I mean, dude, I would love to do that. But I have friends that are like, please don't ever do that. I'll fucking defriend you. <laughs> My own personal friends. Yeah. I'll say if they're close, then. Yeah. What do you think about that? If, the I, class, if I so you, started one like what would you do? Would you uh, think it was cool or do you think it was like whatever? Just... I would think you're an opportunist. Yeah, I would think the same thing.
1: I mean, you've built, you know, a, a massive online brand. Most people are trying and failing.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. it could be cool. Yeah. I would actually, I think I would enjoy it. I would lo- I would actually like helping people out, but go for it. There is a big there is a. I, I was actually genuinely really upset when all of COVID happened and I didn't have like a course on how to like your social media and stuff like that Yeah,
1: how to bring their members online yeah and, see i think i think there's value yeah. to it you know what so I mean? here's
0: what i here's where i wanted the podcast to kind of morph into is the opportunities and then the people who aren't taking the opportunities and kind of complaining about their own life and it's not really the complaining because i don't really want to talk about that i really want to talk about the people that i have in my life who i'm trying to help and they just won't fucking listen so like my coaches for instance um you know, this, this all happened and it's very sketchy for them. It's, it's nerve wracking. It's like, Oh, is the gym going to be open? Or are we going to close the gym? Like, are we going to work out outside? Are we going to listen to the rules? Are we not going to listen to the yeah. rules? Am I going to get paid next week? Like, you know, like all these things. And I'm always constantly telling them, all right, here's what I need you to do. I need you to start marketing on your social media. You know, I want you to get to the point where people start asking you about diet or they start asking you about workouts and I can have you just sell my programs. I'll even change the photos and stuff to your photos so you sell it. You don't have to do anything and I'll split with you or whatever. You don't have to do anything. Just give it to them. Uh or sell it to them, right? Um but here's how I need you to post. Here's how I need your social media to go. You know, it's got to be this. It's got to be posted like this. There's got to be a thumbnail on there. You have to have a good paragraph, you know, don't like There's there's apps that you can download that give you like nice like, very pristine, like, spaces in between your paragraphs. Have you ever seen these or not? Yeah. If not, I'll give it to you. It's really cool. But essentially, I actually gave it to Alex for his ads since he's been here because his ad looked atrocious to me. And I was like, dude, you need this. This is, you, I and, thought he liked it like that. And now his... Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> it worked. And, but it does. Yeah, obviously. But I was like, here, you need this, bro. And then, like, now it looks so much better. But anyway, I showed them how to do that. Um, I told them what the, what the paragraphs need to be about and like how to grab people's attention. And the first sentence is a big deal. And the thumbnail is a big deal. And the first five seconds of the video is a big deal. And the angles are a big deal. The lighting's a big deal. Your voice is a big deal. What you're wearing is a big deal. Your body language is a big deal. Like everything's a big deal. Um uh, People listening to this right now are like, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, You know, eventually, eventually when you go to your page, it's a big deal. Like the way it all adds up, dude, I go back and delete shit all the time. I delete videos. I delete photos that were, that had great engagement. Everything was great. But when you look at my page after you go see it as you're a new person, like this particular month, I'm spending more on ads than I ever have. And I know that there's more people looking at my page because they probably see an ad. And I want them to look and see like a good first impression. So like to me, I'll go back and I'll be like, well, even though this post did good, it was kind of like a one-time thing I wanted people to know and I'm good. So let's just make sure that like this is here, this is here, this is here. Cool. It looks good. Like we're standing in my kitchen right now. You look behind me, you have these three pictures of boats. It looks dope. I'm not going to have that up. And then all of a sudden next to those three boats, like right now you guys can't see it, but it's my dining room table. There's three fronts of boats from all over the world. that I've taken photos. Let's just say next to those three boats, all of a sudden I just put like a fucking train. (laughs) <laughs> you know what i'm saying and to me what you just did was you had all these cool movements of you like doing squat doing bench doing this doing that and then all of a sudden you just put like a picture of like you and your cat yes, right i
1: mean your your instagram's your storefront it's your website
0: and it's cool you and your cat are dope like put that shit in your story though because like it doesn't make sense yeah. on the page because, like, the page is a magazine and it's, like, it's all GQ or it's, you know, GQ and fucking... Or all cats. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. it's weird. Like, it just is weird. It doesn't fit. Um, and eventually what happens is people don't realize it, but, like, there's the cat there. There's the video there. There's this. There's that. And they look at it and, like, I don't know what this person's about. Yeah. This post that I saw that brought me to his page was really, really dope, but... I don't know if there's enough value here for me. But I go to people's pages all the time. For the first time, I'll see like a reel or I'll see a story, I'll see something on my explore page and then all of a sudden I'm like, "I'll click on it." And I'm like, "Who is this person?" And I'll click on it and I'll be like and I I literally you have 2 seconds. Yeah. Those first like 6 posts better be pretty sick. Um and that's it. I, I don't care about the people. engagement on the post. It's yeah. just like, "What does it look like? What is he doing?" You know? Or maybe I'll do a full flick and I'll just see and that that's like your whole job interview. Yeah. And that's what I like to tell people about. And they do it for about, and these are my employees again, they do it for, I don't know, a couple days, done. Yeah, no, Give I don't up know. already. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is insane. And like little things like that just kind of blow me away because there's so much opportunity for people to, to, to take advantage of what's happening. And I honestly feel like if you're not using social media to your advantage at some point and you're in the fitness industry. You're leaving it all on the table dude, this, this, this girl that works at my gym right now, um, she's working at the desk right now and she wants to go back to school to get her master's in nutrition. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah. 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 We were just there. Great girl. Love that girl. Um, she's like, you know, I want to go back to school and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, listen, that's, I, I support you, but I do want you to know when you get out and you get your RD, your registered dietitian, your certification and all this stuff, the jobs that you're going to be aligned with are going to look like this. You're going to be in the hospital helping people with diabetes, or you're going to be doing this or doing that. And like, it's not going to be as fun as you think it is. The sports stuff is very, very selective, very, very rare jobs. And even when you get there, you're still going to get paid X. If you can figure out how to be your own person and market it through something, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, whatever happens to come out in three years. Like if you can figure that out, you can make way more money. You yeah. can make whatever you're going to make in a year in a month or at least start, you know, like but start at least now. you have the opportunity. There's yeah. nothing worse than getting a job. Let's say you get paid $100,000 a year, but you know, like the person who's like way ahead of you makes 150. I don't want that life. Like I used to want that life because I didn't know that, that another life was possible. And then you start meeting people and you find out that it is, Yeah. Um, which is what this podcast is all about. But at the same time, you have to set yourself up for the opportunity. Like, you walking up to him and asking that. Yeah. Like, this girl understanding that using social media is going to leverage her in a new way for her career that she hasn't even started yet. Yeah. Like, being 22 years old right now and understanding what you have access to. Dude, I'm fucking old. I'm 33. I'm going to be 34 next month. I don't know if you know how old I was, but I'll be 34 next month. And it's like, when I was in school, like, none of this was a thing. Social media in general wasn't a thing. Like 10 years ago. Facebook was, like, just getting cool. And I was like you couldn't optimize on MySpace. nah yeah <laughs> and i mean it's like oh my god like i just I, i'll never forget just hearing numbers from different people who were on instagram what they were doing and seeing the first kid i you know met who did online sales for fitness and he drove by in a lamborghini and i was like what does he do and my friend was like blah 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 and i was like you have got to be shitting me you know and i don't know if it's a california thing or if it's a worldwide thing like is there people like this in portland running around is there people like this in you know, in Austin, Texas, running around. It's like, yes, there are, but, like, I almost feel like California is just on, on a, heavy. On a yeah. different
1: level. You don't see people like this in Florida. Nobody – well, maybe in Miami and stuff, South Florida, but in Northeast Florida, Jacksonville, where I live, you don't see wealthy millennials with online brands. You, there's like but they probably up.
0: have online brands, and they probably have a couple hundred thousand followers. They're just not crushing it. They're like, just not crushing it like that. Like and that's Kelly. what's crazy to me is I feel like I meet people all the time that I think are crushing it, and they're not crushing it. But I meet people in California who I think are crushing it. and They kind of are crushing
1: yeah. it. It's just the you see what's possible. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, this is like
0: this is fantasy land. It, it really is. People don't understand how crazy it is. Like you think of you think of California and you are like, I want to go to L.A. I want to go to San Diego. And it's like, while those places are very cool, there is this very secretive place called Newport Beach <laughs> that is like on a whole new level. And it's like everybody here is super wealthy. All the homes are very, very nice. Like, there's great places to eat. There's great places to get coffee. There's vibes everywhere. You could just sit somewhere and get a vibe. Like, anywhere. You could just be sitting there. Like, people will walk by, and then, like, Bentley's will drive by. And, like, no one's flashy here either. They're just, like, hard. Like,
1: yeah, like old money.
0: Yeah, like, no rims on the Bentley, just stock. And it's just, like, hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the guy comes out, and he's got, like, the full Gucci suit on, but, like, no logos. Yeah. And, like, his watch very is, like, grand, is. 300 grand, you know? Like, he doesn't even know what a Rolex is because his shit's, like, way, way next level. Yeah, um, And those little things that you pick up as you start to make more money, you start to figure it out. But it is, it's a very, very interesting place because I go to L.A., and I'm like, fuck, this is where I need to be. It's like younger people here. There's a lot more networking, but it's just so busy and like
1: construction. a lot of
0: fake stuff. Yeah. Like people who are pretending to be super, super successful and they're not. That's like one thing I'm always scared of is like when I'm listening to someone and I'm just like not really sure about them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. Like I, I like, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of shallow in terms of like, I can't listen to you unless you do better than I am. Or like you're doing something really, really cool or you know what I mean? Or like, we're just different or your shit's so different that you're just never going to make that. Like you're not going to be on that success level, but what you do, you fucking are really, really good at it. And I'm cool with that too. But it's like, there's a lot of really, really fake stuff out there. Someone's telling you that they can grow your business and do this and blah, blah, blah. blah. And like a lot of the ads that we're seeing now on YouTube and they're all young ass kids. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like renting houses or they're like knocking on people actually I, I learned that there's a lot of kids knocking on people's doors like in LA and stuff and they're like, Hey, we'll just pay you to just like use your house for an hour. We just want to make this video and we wanna leave. Like it's crazy. We'll, we'll give you like a thousand bucks. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, why not? Fuck it. Like Standing I don't give a fuck. In front I'm just of cars. here I'm here all day anyway. So yeah. like I'll be in my office on my computer, you just go fuck it around. We're doing
1: Airbnbs. Yeah. Like renting out these expensive Airbnbs for a music video or like yep. a seminar video or something or like that. Or a fucking yacht. Yeah.
0: Or whatever. And then people do it and then I mean, dude, I've seen it and it's literally made me think. I'm like, "Man, I wonder if this kid's really making that much money." And if you're that curious, you might just buy it just to see. Yeah. I mean, how many people are like that? How many people are going to buy just for curiosity?
1: Too many. But enough for that kid to eventually be successful,
0: though. Yes. And that's what fucking blows me away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what kind I'm saying? Opportunity, bro. Yeah. That's it's crazy. pretty mental. And I feel like this is like the epicenter of all of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well people have the money for
0: it out here. Yeah. What do you think of when you're so you live in Florida and you think of California, like what are you thinking about when you think of this place? Like what's their first thing that comes to mind? Oh
1: man, Silicon Valley. Just Silicon the technology. Valley. Like the potential. Have you ever that. been there? No. It's whack. I mean, like I don't don't have any like goals to go there, but that's what I think about. You know, you think think the same
0: thing. And I I literally just went there last year. I was like, I'm going to go to Palo Alto and blah, 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 blah. And like by Stanford and all this stuff. And it's like a very, very quiet, just relaxed town. You see people like you go to Whole Foods, you go to the coffee shop and there's like young guys in suits and you can tell like he probably just got a Ferrari or something. Like he just looks like a badass Yeah. and you can hear their conversations are very intellectual and it's just like, okay, but like not a lot of energy. Like, Like, when we went up on my roof, for instance, you see the bay. You see people paddleboarding on boats. And, like, that's, like, I, I like, need that. Like, you see the mountains in the background. Like, it's just rad. I
1: I like Newport Beach in terms of, like, uh, vibes and the visual. And and I thought there'd be a
0: sick vibe in Palo Alto and Silicon Valley. Just wasn't
1: there. Nothing. It's just crazy how much has come from there. Like, PayPal, Facebook, uh, you know, what is it? Napster. I mean, that's really old school. Yeah. but, um, But huge. I mean, every payment processor, um,
0: and they're so basic. They're like PayPal is fucking basic. Billions. Venmo is a very basic like idea, and it is worth a billion dollars. Billions of dollars. That's insane to think yeah.
1: about. LinkedIn, Twitter, Google.
0: I don't even use any of those. Well, I use Twitter.
1: I don't get on there. I don't really use really. LinkedIn.
0: I don't even understand it. It's B two B. It's probably not your space, really. I need it though because I need. I want to hire people. And I've heard it's the best place for hiring. Yeah, it's a great spot
1: for hiring. Yeah, I still don't even know what to do on it though. I think you just need to share your posts on there.
0: Oh, really? Five
1: minutes and just put your stuff on there. Hmm. Just whenever you put it on Instagram, copy paste it to LinkedIn.
0: Like workout videos? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That matters. Absolutely. People care about that on LinkedIn. Interesting. They're so bored of all the business stuff from Instagram.
1: No, like LinkedIn people. All it is is like reposting blogs and resumes. Hmm. So I just share my stuff on there and it, it hits.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So what are you sharing on there? Just Whatever everything I put on Instagram, even your workout videos. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: And I'll just be like, you know, some, cause LinkedIn limits the characters that you can type. So if I have a long one, I'll be like, visit my Instagram for the whole post or something. And just lead them back to it. But LinkedIn, i will end up getting like people check out super fit foods from LinkedIn. And I get a lot of like corporate relationships from LinkedIn that I just wouldn't expect because I'm posting a workout video. Somebody will LinkedIn message me and be like, hey, da da da, here's an opportunity. And I'm like,
0: Okay. Have you fucked up Twitter? I mean not Twitter, uh TikTok? No. Dude, I hate it.
1: I don't like I don't have the bandwidth for it. I feel so old. Um, I've just been waiting for reels. You know, like I'll mess around with some reels.
0: Dude, reels right now is destroying for me. Like I I try to make one every couple hours because I'm getting astronomical views on them yeah it's i it's, made a meal in my kitchen the other day that one of my dude meals that i always talk about yeah. it, it dude is that it's at a hundred and like two thousand views right now that's great
1: <laughs> i mean you can slap music on it without getting copyright stuff yep. and i mean it's like i've been waiting for that because i honestly just did not want to be on tiktok
0: um i couldn't dude i i i wanted to jerk off for days when they fucking did uh they got rid of snapchat and started stories on instagram oh i was like thank you so fucking much like yeah, literally, my right arm saved. Is <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's
1: you know you're bouncing from app to app to app, right? So it's like Instagram being this I mean, somewhat of a monopoly, but the dude,
0: I'm I, I'm praying that Instagram just stays the main platform. Yeah, they're doing an incredible job. I mean, they're crushing it. Because like MySpace fizzled out immediately to Facebook, and then Facebook fizzled out immediately to Instagram. Yeah, you still kind of need Facebook because of the groups, and I fucking hope to Christ that like Instagram figures that out. And it's like, hey, let's do groups. I
1: think they'll – I mean it's the same company. I think they'll probably find a way because like, that is one thing that Instagram is missing is you got to get on Facebook to have, do an event or groups and
0: stuff like that. And it's like if you could just have – I don't know why they don't have that. It's kind of mind-blowing. It's, it seems like a very easy fix. I just can't picture it, though. I can't picture it either, but could you ever picture stories or picture... No, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a way,
1: and these guys are getting paid way more to think yeah. about this type of stuff. So,
0: I want to let you guys know right now, everybody listening right now, because we're talking about Reels, and you guys might not know what it is, but if you're you know, in the space of using social media on, on any level, uh, Reels is a new thing that's kind of you know, in uh, competition, I guess I should say, with TikTok. And essentially, it doesn't sound like a big deal but like it's you're you're getting videos chopped up in a very quick and spicy little format like a 15 seconds and it it'll, it'll it might summarize an entire workout you did it might summarize an entire meal that you made for something that I posted recently but it it's very very in line with what TikTok is doing and what's important about it for you guys to know is that if you post on there right now it's getting kind of that same traction that you would get on like being on a new platform. Like if you, but the biggest reason people are on TikTok is because they're hoping for that that million view video. They're hoping for some sort of viralness and that's why they're spending a lot of time on there. Like if they're big on Instagram and they're like nobody on TikTok, it's because they're hoping to get a couple of videos that hit the fucking fan and then all of a sudden... To get those followers and bring them to Instagram.
1: And it's another thing for your web, like your marketing web. We talk a yeah. lot about this at work. So it's like – and Reels is brand new. So I mean I saw a, a, a Reel on the highlight page that I watched it. And I'm like, why is this on here? But there's just not a lot of – I mean like it's brand new. Yeah. So you can have like okay stuff right now. Dude,
0: I'm reposting vi- videos that I've already posted on my page. And I don't care because I'll post it in the Reel and I'll take it off my actual main grid on my main page. I'm like archive it or something like that on your main page. No, you just, you just, uh, you know how you make an IGTV and you can put the preview on your page or not. Yeah. That's how reels is. Yeah. So I go to reel. I'll, I'll upload the reel and then it'll, it'll post it on my main grid and I'll just take it off. And then it's just like in the real world now, the real world. (laughs) So it's just, it's just there. And it's a repost of another video. Dude, I'm telling you like, Average video for me is probably between like 25 to 45,000 views. So like but recently because of reels and different things like my my story my my a video might only hit like 18 20,000 views like something low. So a video that I posted recently that got like 18,000 views, I posted it on the reel uh, like 2 days later 87,000 views. Wow. Same exact video, but I am not messed reels. around
1: enough with it. I need to...
0: Dude, I'll show you after we're done. But it's, it's, it's insane. Like, it just has a huge organic reach. Um, my Dude Meals thing got over 100,000 views, which is crazy. Because if I posted that on my page, because it doesn't... It's not cohesive with my page right now. Yeah. It would get crushed. And actually, the first couple times that I posted a Reel, I left it on my page. Dude, the Dude Meals one right now... I'm actually going to pull it up so I have accurate numbers for you guys. I can tell you right now. You guys need to understand how important this is. Um, sorry to space here for a second. But the Dude Meals right now is at 101,000 views in my reels. 101,000. But only has 2,000 likes. Huh. So on my actual page, when it was on there, yeah. it had 2,000 likes. Like some getting... of my worst posts get like three to 4,000 likes. So this would have been like devast. I would have been sad looking at it like, oh, my God, 2,000 likes, like, not do? a big deal. Like this is bad. Like it doesn't work with my page. 101,000 views inside the real world. Yeah, the real
1: world. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't heard that yet. The real but,
0: world. Uh, yeah, I mean, how crazy is that? Because now when you go to your explore page now, there is one real. Like one big reel, yeah, and then there's a bunch of other posts and stuff, and the big reel just grabs your attention right away,
1: yeah, and it doesn't take a lot to make that one reel.
0: I've just been doing it for like three days now i've I've gained like three thousand followers, really, yeah, that's insane, I know it's pretty good
1: i need to I need to get off this, yeah, podcast. people are <laughs> uh, yeah, people are getting excited,
0: right, so I mean, guys, this is like what I re- this is like a, this is a full circle right now, and like basically we're talking about opportunity and building opportunity and meeting new people and networking and creating your web uh if you have it, so I mean. These are, these are, these are things like, I feel like the real is an opportunity, you know, using IGTV is an opportunity. I can tell you guys right now, like you might think IGTV is dead or it's, it's not cool or whatever, but what I can guarantee you that if you post an IGTV, I will guarantee you, you'll get more views than if you post posted on your grid. And all you have to do for an IGTV is make something that's one minute and one second has to be over one minute and it qualifies for IGTV. It'll get, I would say 20 to 30% more engagement. Like if I post a video right now of us talking, which podcast videos do horrific on your page? Let's just say you normally get two thousand likes. um, It's really really bad, right? So you post this. No matter, I I could talk about fucking having sex with someone's grandma right now. Like it'd be hilarious. We'd be like knee slapping (laughs) fucking. (laughs) You know what I should do? I should full circle this. So like what I wanted to talk about earlier, I said I'd talk about later. Is I had sex with some girl recently and she had a giant bush. <laughs> That's what you were gonna bring it back to. When we were talking about dating apps, and I was like, "Dude, I actually have a story." Like, yeah, I, no, I, I remember. Dude, I haven't seen a girl with a bush, and like, a, like I've only seen two girls with bushes in my life. <laughs> two girls, and the first one was like, "I just haven't shaved it in a while. Like, this is just where we're at, type of thing. I'm sorry, type of deal." This girl took her clothes off and was like, "This is, this is it," and I like. Huge, massive bush. Like you need to take two hands to separate it. Ugh. Type of deal.
1: I mean, like, maybe it's you know because like girls are starting to dress like they did in seventies and yeah, it's coming maybe, back. Maybe that's it.
0: She was really deep, deep bush though. Like I, I, <laughs> would, was I, she, I even told my mom about it. I was like, Mom, you got you. I got to tell you this story about this girl. Did she have armpit hair? I don't know. She didn't have. It was late. It was. Hair, late. Right? It was, it was <laughs> oh right <laughs> i'm really happy that you guys got to hear that though because that was you know something worth waiting for for sure yeah i think that was worth waiting that was worth waiting for absolutely uh what were we talking about before we you seen her again no absolutely not Have you talked to her since nope didn't even text her
1: hmm. i wonder <laughs> if she
0: you know what kind of like you know what really bothered her um we got to the point where it was like everything was over and we're just like laying there and she's like you know what she says to me she's like what are your what are your rules like right now like like are we allowed to cuddle? Or, like, are we allowed to hang? Like, do we hang out? Like, do I sleep over type of deal? And I was like, you leave. And then, <laughs> and then she was like, um, okay, like, that, that's that's fine. Like, do I leave like now? Nah, like, whatever. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to be rude about it, but like, I'd like to go to bed alone just before tomorrow. And then um she's like, all right, well, how about we just fall asleep? And like, when you wake up, I'll, I'll for sure be gone. And I was like, mm, no. And then she's like. But you said you didn't care. And I was like, well, I don't want to be asleep and someone I don't know is in my house. And she's like, what do you have, like a Monet painting in here or something somewhere? Like making like a, a joke about me having like something nice stuff, expensive yeah. in the house. And I'm like, uh, no, but the fact that you brought that up is weird. Maybe you should leave now. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then she left.
1: <clears throat> well, I'm glad that went so well
0: for yeah, you. Yeah, it went well. She was, uh, she was one of the fit ones. Oh, so this yeah. is from a dating
1: app. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Probably was well, A lot more positive. She was tall,
0: five eleven. Wow. Yeah. Really, out of my ballpark. Out of my, ball- out of my ballpark. I mean, what's it? Yeah. Is it all right. But what? Everything, everything went well. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> 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 I love that that's still on the podcast. Great, great. Everybody's like, this is good. People are get- this is what people like. This is what they want. They want a little bit of business and they want just raunchy, just gnarliness. That's just
1: not as raunchy, but that's pretty raunchy.
0: Maybe not as, but I mean, I mean the bush hit it too far. I could have talked about what I did to this poor girl at some point. Would have been people would have liked it, but the bush was like that's that's far. Yeah, I don't think people are ready for that. I'm sorry, guys. But moving on to your Instagram, <laughs> I do know for a fact that IGTVs. This is so hard to transfer back, but I do know it's that a strong <laughs> pivot. It's strong, uh, but the IGTVs. I don't know if you knew this, but they definitely, no matter what, always get. Way better views. For some reason, they hang on better on the explore page. Hmm. They just have a longer value. I don't even know if that's the right way of saying it, but like, they just sit somewhere. They just like it's the, a different algorithm. They get continuous views so much more. Like your regular views on a, on a video on your story will cap out at a certain number and then you'll just be done. Uh, but there's something about IGTV where it just like I'll look at it like every week and it's just like. 1,000 or 2,000 more, sometimes 5,000, sometimes 10,000 more views cool. than like the first original couple days. And I think that's very, very interesting. And Reels is actually kind of doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how Reels continues to play out. I think a lot of people, I think they're going to try to extend the time, don't you? Like 15 seconds is a
0: cap. It's tough. It's super tough. Yeah. And both TikTok and Instagram Reels are fucking up with the way that you edit the video. Because if you make a full video on reels and you get all the way to the point where you have like two or three seconds left and you want to make some of the other clips shorter, you can't. You have to delete
1: it. You have to delete
0: the entire video, bro. I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. Yeah. Um, And then TikTok's the same. Like adding the words and how long that they're there for. Like it, dude, it's really, really hard to make videos with like, unless you're just making a straight video, it's easy. Yeah. When you're chopping them up and stuff like that. When you're chopping them up and editing, it's tough. Super tough and time-consuming. But it can be worth it.
1: Yeah, you just got to try.
0: Yep, for sure. All right, well, I think we're at the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got the fun stuff out we've, of the we've, way. We've so. talked a lot, and we had a really good 360 of just about Opportunity and the dating app. Um, so mix. where can everybody find you and what you, what you have going on? Uh, Instagram. Jared Axel
1: Graybeal. It's A X L Um Jesus
0: Christ! Say that one more time. That was a lot.
1: Jared J A R E D Axel A X L Graybeal G R A Y B E A L. Okay. Uh, on Instagram, <laughs> and um, that's where I'm most active. Yeah. com is kind of where I house everything, uh, or SuperFitFoods.co is. I like uh, that name, SuperFit. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh. It's. It's worked really well.
0: It's a fucking good name. Thank you. I'm trying to think of a, a name right now for a supplement company. I've been, I've been thinking about starting one, and like the, huh. the name has been driving me absolutely bonkers. It's very important. Like I know a lot of people are like, dude, the name is important, but it doesn't matter like really at all. Um, but I'm like, it, it kind of matters to me. You know what I mean? Moving yeah. on. But Superfit Foods is really good. Thank you. I like that a lot. Especially because like Superfoods is yeah. a very important thing. Yeah. And then people want to be super fit. So. Yeah. Right on. Crushed Strong that. connotation. Do you only ship foods to uh,
1: Florida? So we've we've got the local pickup locations throughout Florida and we do home delivery in Florida,
0: but we ship nationwide. Oh, okay, that's yeah. interesting.
1: So we ship to your doorstep all over the country.
0: Wow. All right, check it out. Yeah. And then is it superfitfoods.com? Dot C O. Dot C O Yeah we kinda go. Get... Ooh, what does that mean? Dot .co, .company. Doesn't matter, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. really know. I don't understand how all that works either. I looked we at just... websites and it's like, you got dot this, dot that. I'm like, I understand that you want dot com, but does it really matter? I don't know. I mean, it hasn't really held us back. Yeah. If you type in meal
1: prep or super fit foods, like you're going to find our website.
0: I'll have to have a podcast with someone else talking just about .com stuff. That's you're probably going to have to have some more dating. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Make sure you check out Jared's podcast as well. Let's talk about that one more time. The business and leadership podcast, business and leadership podcast. And obviously he's had a lot of great people on there and he's gonna have my friend Alex on soon, which is a great one. It'd be amazing to listen to him. And as you guys know, if you guys want to check out any of the stuff that I have going on, just check me out on jimryan.com. That's G-Y-M-R-Y-A-N.com. All of my latest books are on there, High Intensity Interval Bodybuilding, the Chalk Online app, which I added the new Full Body Aesthetics Program, which is the program that I'm doing daily. A lot of people have been asking about what I've been doing, so I eventually just put it on. Uh, It's been doing really, really well. But you guys also have access to the sweat program and the strength conditioning program. I changed the name. It used to be CrossFit, now it's strength conditioning. Uh, the daily D is just the daily dumbbell workouts. All you need is pull up bar, set of dumbbells, and a jump rope. And now I have the body weight program. Uh, it's called body work, and that's basically because of COVID. But you know me, I don't really like typical workouts, so those bodyweight workouts are hard as fuck. <laughs> so if you guys go check that out. And then a lot of people have been asking me about the the chalk online map. They want to know like where they are and where the people are around them. Uh, If you guys go to chalkperformancetraining.com, click Chalk Online, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you'll see the worldwide map. All the red dots are all the gyms that now follow Chalk Performance Training programming. So if you guys see a red dot nearby, you guys can go join that gym. Or if you see a blue dot nearby, that's a friend uh, in the area who has a garage gym, works out in his garage, and does Chalk Performance Training, Might meet some new friends. So you just go on there, you click on one of those dots, and you can send them an email. Really, really cool. I think I'm the only person in the world doing that right now, so... Go ahead and check all that out. It's on jimbrion.com, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Make sure you guys share it. Make sure you guys let me know what your favorite part was. And make sure you guys tag, (laughs) tag, tag. Chag.